Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. To anybody that's ever been mean to me, if you're having a hard time in life, good. <laughs> on this episode of the commercial break most of the guys i date are i pick them up do you want me to send you a few random dick pics from some uh finsta accounts i mean maybe it'll make me feel a little more included or like part of this generation <laughs> a little more i'm gonna put it on my to-do list every <laughs> once in a blue moon <laughs> a random dick pic not my dick but somebody else's no, dick other dicks yeah, other please dicks. there's so many of them on the internet you, you can find dicks all over the place the next episode of the commercial break starts now. The party in the morning! Ah, uh, yeah, cats and kids, welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend, the sister I never had, longtime supporter of the commercial break, Tina. Best to you, Tina. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How's it feel to be sitting in a chair? I love it. You do? I do. You've been a fan of the show since the very beginning. You're the sister I never had. You've been a friend of mine for 30 years? I think this summer was 30 years. Isn't that crazy? 30 years. We're old. I'm a fucking old man. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to be wearing diapers pretty soon. But that's good because I have all these extras from all these children that I have running around. That's why you waited so late. (laughs) I don't have to worry about it. That's right. I just need an extra size. Like size five is where they end. I feel like I need a size 12. But if they can make a diaper in a size 12, which I'm sure they do for some people, then I'll be wearing them sooner rather than later. So you may notice that Tina is not Chrissy and Chrissy is not Tina by nature, just by default. Thank goodness. Organically. One of me is enough. I agree with you. (laughs) Uh, Chrissy has to take some additional time off because of a pressing family health issue. Um, You know, Papa Joe just passed away um, six weeks ago. And uh, and here it comes again. I guess the old adage is when it rains, It it pours. And Chrissy is walking through fire right now. So she will be checking in with the show periodically. Don't worry. She'll be back Uh, when she's going to be back. We don't know. But we're here to support her and we love her. her. Yeah, we send all the love in the world and goddamn does she need it. So and her family, too. So we're sending uh, best wishes. Best to you out there. uh, The Hoadleys. And that's that. I don't I can't say too much more. I don't feel like it's appropriate right now to say too much more. So. Um, let Chrissy say it when she comes back. If she comes, if when, if she comes back, <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed. No, I'm kidding. She'll be back. Of course she will. Um, so, how was your Thanksgiving? It was lovely. It was quiet. I made a lasagna. You made was, a lasagna for I yourself? Did, well, for myself and my boyfriend. Yeah. 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 And it, why not turkey? Um, it was just the two of us. Yeah. I was recovering from surgery. Oh, really? Yep. So you're like playing nurse? I did for yeah. the whole week, yep. When you play nurse, do you get in any kind of outfits? Does he ask you to... I wore an apron once. Just an apron? Just an apron. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. 
Just like I want to be a fly on Chrissy's wall, I want to be a fly on your wall, too. I don't know what's going on over there. Because I know you're a freak. You could, you're a freak. Admittedly. You've been a freak since I met you. Yes. Where did we meet? We met at uh, Bertucci's um, Brick Oven Pizzeria. No, my, my high school boyfriend lived across the street oh, from Oh, that's you. right. <laughs> that's right. That guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. You know, you know. have you you kept up with that guy? I mean, yeah. we don't want to say his name. I don't want to get He's into particulars. He's got five kids now. He's got a set of triplets. He's got almost as many children as I do. He's got a set of triplets? Yes. Jesus and they decided to have Jones. another one after that. They decided, they made it on a, purpose, a, a yes. rational decision to have another one. <laughs> I don't know one. if rational is the right word. No, you got that right. I don't, I can't, I can't yeah. imagine. After triplets, don't you just stop? Wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no reason to go on. No, let's have five. Why not? You know, I've told this story before, but I was with my, uh, my family on the Thanksgiving, over the Thanksgiving, and we were telling, uh, like, birthing stories, and my aunt was there and all this other stuff. So my, I, my dad shares the story. My mom was pregnant before they did ultrasounds right they, they it just wasn't something that was very common it was done for emergency purposes in big hospitals the machines were very expensive the technology wasn't really evolved and what they did if there was a problem oftentimes was take an x-ray a fucking x-ray, x-ray. of a pregnant belly <laughs> awful awful disgusting awful. that's just like it's a reason they don't do that anymore yeah, yeah. that's the reason they don't do that it's just like shooting the kid up directly with morphine directly yeah directly yeah. with morphine why would you at all think of doing an x-ray yeah they put those big heavy vests on you even if they think you might could be pregnant that's right. Yeah, uh, just to get your teeth x-rayed. Yeah, when yeah. I get my teeth x-rayed, I have this 50-pound thing all <laughs> yes. over my chest. And I hate getting those teeth x-rays when they stick those things oh, way back in your gag, mouth. Oh, yeah. it's awful. It's disgusting. Uh, but my dad explained, and I've heard the story so many times, but it's just too funny. They go, my mom, uh, water breaks. It's time to go. My dad gets in the car. He drives her to the hospital. Nurse comes in. Yes, you're in labor. Obviously, the babies are coming. They're coming. Um, the baby is coming sooner rather than later. Another nurse, two hours later, comes in to check on my mom, and she says, "I gotta call a doc. I'm gonna call a doctor in here real quick. I'm a little confused by the heart that I'm the heartbeat that I'm hearing. Right, so I need to call a doctor. I think everything's okay, but I'm hearing a lot of heart beating. Right, so she thinks that the heartbeat has sped up. Well, the doctor comes in. He listens to my mom's belly. Then he looks at my dad and he goes, well, there's two of them. And my dad basically passes out in the chair. He's like, what the fuck? There's two of them. There's twins. Because that is how you found out in 1939 when I was born. Surprise! Hey! (laughs) It's Kevin and Brian. My dad went to Kmart while my mom was in labor to buy an extra crib. Set of everything. An extra crib, an extra set of bottles. I mean, I just can't even imagine. I told Astrid when she first got pregnant with the first of 12 children, I said, hey, listen, if we have twins, that's it. We're stopping. Game over. Yeah. There's no reason to go on. You you should don't press your luck. Basically, right? It's a rolling rolling of the dice. Yeah, and then I was talking to my this this friend of mine, and we were talking about having multiples of children, and he said he told his wife, "We got one with ten fingers and ten toes. Yeah, why press your luck? Right? Why it's you already gamble. have a health? It really is again, especially in 2023 in the United Listen. States of America. But um, I I just stop. And if you have triplets, there is no reason to go on. They had one. They had triplets, and they were like. What's what's one more? Yeah, what's one more? Yeah, Let's get extra use out of these clothings and high chairs and uh, you yeah. know, there's the other side of this, which is once you have three, they already outnumber you. Yep. There's no they'll raise each other. 
Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Chaos is going to chaos will ensue no matter what you do. So might as well throw another one. Yeah, they'll name it. They'll feed it. They'll change it. They're going to wake it up anyway. It's fine. Just let them do it. <laughs> They're going to wake it up anyway. <laughs> That's like my fucking dog. I can't take this dog anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. You know, you can't euthanize a perfectly healthy dog. You remove her vocal cords. Yeah, there is a there is a procedure upon which you can do that, but I think it's generally frowned upon. I think it, it might be cruel. I don't know. <laughs> it might be, but there's got to be circumstances where it's warranted. Sure. And if there's circumstances where it's warranted, I have this to be, be one, one of them. them. <laughs> yeah, I have to be in that Textbook. in that case. Textbook classic <laughs> case of over anxiety. A uh, dog who had nothing works. Did I ever tell you about my dog with anxiety? No. Okay, I got this little Shih Tzu Bichon mix because it was hypoallergenic and supposed yeah, yeah. to be smart, all this stuff. <laughs> this dog had broke out in hives. What? Just because I left it in its crate. Barked incessantly. I kept taking it to the doctor. He's like, your dog has ADD and anxiety. And I was like, send it back. <laughs> send it send back? Send it back. Did you give it back? I, I ended up giving it away. Did you really? I did to my nail tech. Oh. I was going on vacation for my 30th birthday to Cancun and I needed someone to watch the dog. His his kid was home for the, his <laughs> kid was home for the summer nail tech. and I just never went back to pick him up. <laughs> oh my God. You never went back to pick it up? Did you guys have a conversation? Did no. you? No. Tina, well, how old are you when this happened? 30. Oh, my God. You're a 30-year-old, and you you basically I, abandoned your ghost and your dog? I gave him the crate. I gave him the clothing, all the little goodies I had bought for the dog. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Oh, my God, The thing Tina. had more health problems and mental health problems than my bipolar ex-husband. How the fuck? <laughs> how the fuck? I had three kids. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. And a crazy ex-husband. Well, listen, I understand. And I was in school full-time. Did I you ever go back to the nail place? Hell no. Hell no. How do you walk back in there? <laughs> you don't walk back in there. That dog was a nightmare. Did they call you? No. No one called you? No. No one called to say, no, hey, do you want your dog got back? a free hypoallergenic dog. Oh, my God. It's probably in some stew somewhere or something. Probably. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm watching this 90 Day Fiance. Yes. And one of the guys, he, he has pet guinea pigs that he is allergic to. Amazing. So he has this, and he met this girl in, in Mexico or Ecuador, wherever he met her. Uh, Ecuador, I think is what it was. He met this girl in Ecuador. And then he, when she comes to live with him for the 90 days, the first thing he does is ask her to want to give the guinea pigs a bat because he breaks I'm out running. in hives. I'm running. I'm running. <laughs> I'm running. Well, first of all, an adult man who has guinea pigs, is a problem. I'm running. Yeah. My cousin... Um, my cousin's husband had guinea pigs when they met. Well, they're cute as they can be, but I did you know, know that rodents. in South America, they are food? <laughs> food. They're yeah. food. And so the girl says in Spanish on one of these things. Un burrito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, she goes, hey, listen, uh, I'm glad he has guinea pigs. That way, if we ever run into money trouble and don't have any food, we've, we've got dinner. We won't be hungry. Yeah. And the guy looks mortified. But, dude, you have guinea pigs. And you're allergic to them. Why do you have it's guinea pigs if you're to allergic me. to them? Yes. Outrageous. And he make he learned how to make the guinea pig noises, so he like oh, talks stop. to them. Yeah, please. It's no. all it's all over Run. the place. But I'm still Go trying back to, to Ecuador. I know. Well, you have room <laughs> to talk. I'm still trying to figure out how you left your dog with someone and never had a follow up conversation. You know, I, was I get like, it. I get it. I figured he probably would have called if it wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. I never he heard from him, so they either put it in a crock pot. Or, or they loved the dog. Loved Either the way, win-win for me. It is a win-win for you. And if I, if I had three children, I and told And I kept us. the Xanax that they prescribed the dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, got the, I've got the liquid Xanax that they give the dog. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't work the same as humans, but trust me, I've thought a few times hey, about testing it out. Nothing wrong with experimenting. I agree with you. They give the same. That's how we got to know each other. Experimenting. <laughs> yeah. A lot of experimenting. <laughs> My den of iniquities basement where everything was going on. <laughs> The place was fucking crazy. Oh, uh, we had a great time. That was the other thing that. So my little brother, uh, Danny, my the middle child in the in the football team known as the Green Family, he was sharing a story with the table about how he took LSD one time, and I took LSD one time, and we were like communicating with each other in another language, like we were having a breakthrough moment, a spiritual mm-hmm. experience. It and my dad is just sitting there with his head in his hands. Oh. And Poor dad. I'm like, Danny, don't like give dad a break. And no, Danny's he's like, got to get these stories. Eventually. I know that's what I Danny waited said. too late to tell my folks. God rest their souls. Yeah. Well, it's probably better that they didn't know. Yeah. My dad has some time to process. It's we're talking about 30 years Everybody's ago, 25 okay years ago. Now, so it's fine. Everyone turned out just fine. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm on the commercial break making $30 an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Everything yeah. worked out great. <laughs> my dad is like. He's just shaking his head. And Danny says, listen, Dad. I love your dad. We spared you. Like, we waited 10 years to let these stories start leaking out. That's right. And my dad said the following, and I knew it. He said, ignorance is bliss. And I knew it. I knew that he knew what was going on down in that basement. He had to. He had to have. But all the cards that were stacked against him, four children, a wife who was sick. Yeah. He just had to button it up, get through it, because it was better that everybody was there anyway. I agree. Yeah. Like, at least we were there. We weren't driving around town. It's true. Most of the time we weren't driving around we town. We were safe from the police. <laughs> Most of the Other time motorists. we were safe from the police, yeah. yes. Unless we invited them over to hey. the house by catching the local robbing mushroom. gang. Yeah. <laughs> great mushroom escapade. Yeah, Danny reminded me of the one time that I, we had this party in my basement one time. And I don't know if you were there. I imagine you probably were. But there were, my dad went out of town for a long weekend. And no one was there to babysit us, but we were like 16 years old. So right. he says, hey, hold the fort down for just one weekend. Can you, you guys, possibly do that? <laughs> Please. Don't of burn course we can. And we invited everybody we knew over to the house yes. for a party. So there was a party, four-story house, uh, a three-story house. And in ev- on every story, there was a different scene going on. Like down in the basement, it was a lot of weed smoking. In the middle of the house, I think there was some ecstasy going on. And then the top of the house, there was everybody was high on mushrooms or LSD. And as the morning broke, I mean, it was just chaos the whole night, right? Chaos. Everyone is so fucked up. It's just chaos. You're moving from room to room, yeah. having conversations, probably in a, you know some alien language. But then Telepathically. the one thing that my dad asked me to do before he left is cut the grass. Make sure you cut the grass. So as dawn broke, I put spe- the speakers of my stereo out the windows of the front of the house. Of course. And I played Beethoven's Ninth Symphony <laughs> while I cut the grass in nothing but a bath towel <laughs> wrapped around me. <laughs> and But the grass got cut. The grass got, well, it somewhat got cut until my neighbor came outside and he walked over and he was like, I think it's... Are we okay? Yeah, he's, that's exactly what he was. He was a preacher <laughs> in like this small Methodist church and he came over. He was always so nice. He came over and he says, listen, Brian, I, I, I'm, it's great that you're cutting grass, but it's... 6.35 in the morning, you've got Beethoven playing out the window, you're not exactly fully dressed for the occasion, why don't we just go back inside, we'll cut the music off for now, and I'll help you cut the grass later. He knew, he knew what was going on. This is a preacher, pastor at a Methodist church, he knew what was going on. And he sent me back inside with such love and care for my condition that I, it actually got through. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, all right, cool, you're yeah. going to help me later? And you know what? I slept the next 48 hours, but the grass was cut when I woke up. 
Thank you, preacher. Good old Doyle. <laughs> Doyle took care of me. Thank you, Doyle. <laughs> I appreciate it. How to get pastors to do your chores. Step one. Step one. Show up in a towel. Lots of LSD. <laughs> That's step two. Speak in alien light language. Yeah. Step three. Uh, Beethoven's ninth. And he, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. 6.35 a.m. I just never forget. I'll never forget him talking to me. But Danny said the entire house, everybody who was at the house was just staring out the window. They were like, what is he doing? How could you there? not? I thought, yeah. I don't know what this I was is thinking, normal. actually. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. normal. And you spent uh, more than a few weekends more than a few weekdays, probably down at that that house. Oh yeah, I think I you skipped were a lot of school in that yeah. in that house a lot. Remember Leslie Sneed and her Chevy Nova. I do remember <laughs> Leslie and her Chevy Nova. We won't get into all the gory details. No, as no, someone no. may not choose to be on the podcast. <laughs> she was a lovely girl, and I love that Chevy Nova. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that girl with that times. Chevy Nova. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Leslie was a Leslie was a sweet. She'd be like, girl. We don't need to go to school today. Yeah. No. The Greens are home. I bet they are. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> she was like the most, I don't want to say she was religious. I don't think, I don't no, want to no, put no. that on her, but she was a very, what would seem like a good girl. She wasn't like, as squiggly as we were. Yeah, she <laughs> wasn't as squiggly as we were. And she was cutting class to go, she, I don't even think she, I don't even think she had anything to do with what was going on in the basement. I think Not she much. just liked to skip class yes. and go down there. And we met because your boyfriend lived across the street and then you I guess they, he knew my little brother Danny, and then you would he come in. He had just moved here um, our freshman year. Yeah, he had just, he was, he was a new kid, and he had weed. Yeah. And I was like, where'd you get this? Because he showed up and he was straight edge. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, and I, I do. was like, give me 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took three. And then he was like, oddly enough, my neighbor. And that's how it all happened. And but th- then there was a period of time where we worked at Bertucci's brick oven pizzeria. Yep, that was a couple years later when that restaurant opened. Well, I think I was fifteen when I started. What a hot there. mess! And what a just a bad idea of a restaurant. But that was one of the funnest jobs. It really was. Yeah. And when they opened up Roswell, I mean, yeah. Anyway, it, we it, had a great time. It was one of those jobs, and all the managers were just kind of like fantastic. They were fantastic, <laughs> but they were also kind of buckets of trouble themselves. A hundred percent. And I mean. I remember one of the managers would take me to concerts. He was married, and his wife wouldn't go with him anywhere. Wouldn't do anything with him, right? She was not – I don't think she liked him at all. He would take me to concerts of, like, old rock – like Santana. Yes. I went to a Santana concert That's with awesome. him. And he would just ply me with alcohol and weed. <laughs> <laughs> to come to the but show, but that's with what them. the restaurant industry—that's all it was, anyways. At and the that's time. why my my daughters and never, I, if I can, my sons will never work in the restaurant. I wouldn't industry. let mine. I said, when you move out, you can, but while you're under my roof, no. no restaurant industry of any kind, of any kind, any kind. Because from the McDonald's to the Bertucci's to the you know the Italian Trattoria, where we're giving away free bottles of Chianti Classico vinegar. Chianti <laughs> Classico. <laughs> It's shit wine, Tony. Why are we doing this? What are we giving them? We're giving them liquid vinegar. It's disgusting. No one wants that. Cook with it. Yeah, cook, cook with, with it. it. Well, they did cook with it. That I was know. the crazy part. They bought boxes <laughs> upon boxes, and every table had to have a bottle of Chianti Classico on it. It was like an $18 bottle of wine at the restaurant. Right. Probably cost two. $2.99. Yeah, $2.99 to get Joe's. in the door. It just had an, it was all, the writing on the front was all in Italian except for the alcohol content. So I think he thought, <laughs> people thought they were in Italy by giving away a bottle of Chianti it's Classico. Legitimate. It's legit. Must be legit. Must it says be. fragile. <laughs> Must be French. 
<laughs> but those restaurants, they are nothing but fucking trouble. Cesspool. They're cesspools of trouble. drug dens. Drug dens with high sexual energy. Everybody's sleeping with everyone. Everybody's it's sleeping awful. with everybody. It's, it's awful, but so much fucking oh, fun so when you're in the fun. middle of it. <laughs> I just don't want my kids to go through it because I'm no. not sure they'll be able to handle it like I did. No, you know, look at me. Gen Everything. X anymore. No. They're, they're too weak. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder what it's like to work in a restaurant now. I wonder if things have changed. Well, you can't ask my children because to date, neither one of them have done it. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So far, you've been a great parent. They've been employed each since they were 16 and not one restaurant. You know, one of my kids was asking me if he could be a McDonald's chef. Uh, when he grew up. That's cute. And I was like, "You sure, no problem. And then Astrid goes, your dad was a McDonald's chef. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> I was a McDonald's chef for like five days until they realized I couldn't hack Did it on the Did she get marriage grill. points for that one? Uh, she, yeah, right. <laughs> She's the only one who gets marriage points. I just get them taken so away. You get the demerits, yeah. yeah. I get the demerits. The demerits. <laughs> As a Catholic schoolboy, yes. I know all about... Demerits. It, it, when you go to one of these private schools, that's like they do the demerit system. I know. And I it's remember. kind of fucked up if you think about it. Like you get three demerits, then you get a, you know, in school suspension. It's all takeaways. There's no pluses. Yeah, there's no pluses. Yeah. You don't no get. No rewards. Yeah. Just damage. They don't give you, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call it, like a gold star no for way. showing up. Because nope. I did show up a lot, but no, I still got kicked time. out. <laughs> I still got kicked most of the time most until the time. I took a one month spring vacation, <laughs> which the <laughs> Rumspringer. Rumspringer, that's I'm right. I'm not coming back to this life. I was rumspringing in someone's <laughs> guest cottage <laughs> at a very fancy neighborhood here in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, I don't know, because. Just because. Just because I felt like we doing knew it. everything yeah. and it was easy to make our own decisions at that point because we already knew everything. But I told. My family members that I was in Cabo San Lucas. Perfect. <laughs> I think they. I think they. They knew that I wasn't in Cabo Free San GPS. Lucas. Could you imagine if if our parents had these GPS locations? Oh no, no, oh, no, 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 no! I had a pager. Our teenage years would have been page far me. less fun. Yeah, far less fun. Far less fun. They could page me if they wanted some, you know, Jesus Christ blotter <laughs> acid. <laughs> <laughs> a dog bag of oregano. <laughs> Three Mitsubishis, you say. Hey, hey, chocolate chips, chocolate chips. Remember the chocolate chips? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> How did we survive it? I honestly? don't know. I don't know. Well, either. because no one was putting fentanyl in our fucking it's drugs. True. That's, That's true. how. When we went and got cocaine, we assumed that it the was cocaine. The drugs were way better back then. The drugs were way better. <laughs> and, and by way better, I mean probably way more stepped on. The weed was shit. You don't have any like herpy, perpy, purple, no, nurples, right. you know, extra weedy dabs. It these didn't days. have names. No, there was no there was name. No label. It was shit. Yeah. That's what it was. It was brown. Smoke it or don't. Smoke it, get a headache, or sit there by yourself. But don't complain, That's please. Right. And But the LSD was good. Oh, yeah. That was good. Everything else was stepped on because we were teenagers and they saw us coming a mile away. They were like, well, yeah, give him the baking soda for $50. <laughs> And Tell then, them to taste it. Yeah, that's right. It's like a placebo <laughs> effect. I just felt like I was high. <laughs> I am so excited you're here because Thank I have you. a couple Me of too. Ask TCB. And I'm excited that you're here because you've been a fan of, of the show a long time. We've been good friends a long time. So I knew there's some comfort level here. And um, But also, I have two Ask TCBs I think are great for us to discuss and then we'll get into some more stuff later on in the show. So let's do this. Let's, let's take our first break of the episode, and then we'll be back. Okie dokie. 
Hello again, my little podcast pals. It's Christina, and I am just here to remind you once again to go on over to tcbpodcast.com because that is where all of our episodes live. Want to get involved with the show? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. If you don't want your voice played on the show because, look, I get it, I'm only here under duress, you can text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, please remember to go follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And also, don't forget about our precious little YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. I promise those videos are worth your time. Now, let's listen to some sponsors and then we'll get back to whatever they were talking about. Hey, everybody, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and use the code commercial break five zero to get 50% off. That's code commercial break five zero at factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and we're back. I'm sitting here with my longtime friend, sister I never had, uh, Miss Tina. Hi, Tina. How are you hey, doing? Brian, you doing know, well. Kind, kind. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I'm really glad that you're here. I'm really glad that that, that this all Thank worked you. out Me too. as it did. I'm sad that it, the Absolutely. circumstances upon which it is. And if, for those of you, I don't know how you didn't catch the first part of the episode <laughs> if you're listening now. But uh, Chrissy is out dealing with a family health emergency, and she says hello, best to you, and she will be back. But for the you know, for the time being, we've got Tina here with us. So, Tina, I got an Ask TCB. This was a, a little while ago, but I think it's perfect that you're here and you can talk about it. As a person who has been on occasion single over the last couple of years, yeah. do, you, do you go on the dating apps like oh, Christina does? Not the apps. I've been on the dating apps. Yeah. But the last few dates I've been on were not spawned by an app. They were more organic. Like at the bar? 
Like at the friend bar. of a friend. Yeah, you got it. It, it. I think that's so much easier. I Not agree. easier, but it's so much more comfortable. But, I mean, to be fair, I did meet a, a man. I, you met him. Yeah. I dated him for almost two years. Then yeah, he was, was wonderful. Yeah. First date straight off of OkCupid. Only date I ever went on off of OkCupid, and it lasted almost two years. Yeah. And I liked him. I thought, you know, <clears throat> for the moment, for the time, sure. it was a, it, I thought it was, it was a, a good, good situation. Fit. I liked him. Yeah. And, you know, my, I have family members, like older family members in their 60s who yep. met people on, you know, eHarmony or Match or whatever it was. Yes. And they went on to get married. I know. So. I have two friends that are ma- marriages from dating apps. Yeah, I'm not saying it's all bad. It yeah. just seems difficult to navigate. You know, there's so many lot. of them. It's and then, overwhelming. I end up turning them off. Like I'll install them to try to give them a shot. Yeah. But they, it's just too much. It's way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's systems overload for sure. I'm glad I'm married because <laughs> I think if I was single right now, I would just be a train wreck <laughs> if I'm being honest, because I always met. It's a mess out except there. Except for Astrid. I mm. always met somebody at a bar, friend of a friend. I, I only went on three app dates and they were all hot disasters. Catastrophes. Catastrophes. Yeah. I mean, one of the cat girl. Yeah, cat girl. I had to get her out of a tree. <laughs> and then the other one wanted to give me a hand job at the bar. And Pat. I was like, could you not? Actually, <laughs> actually, the bartender at my favorite bar that I had been going to for years had to pull me aside and be like, hey, dude, you uh, never take him to your bar. I know I shouldn't have done it. And here's the crazy part is I took another app date to the same bar no, like two weeks later. Bar- I keep know your watering hole. Sanked. And you know what the first thing the bartender said to me was? Because it's been the first time since I'd been there since the other date. You know what he said to me? What? Whatever happened to that chick you were here with no! that one night? It was like getting bartender. all scroungy. Oh my God, the bartender. I could have <laughs> killed him. <laughs> Fucking mule. I no. loved him. He's my favorite bartender ever, but he really fucked it up that one time. So the date was over before it even began. Right. There was nothing to There was nothing that else girl, to say. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that one girl, huh? <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd never been on the dating apps. I'm going to need another drink. I'm going to need another drink on his tab. <laughs> That's right. And your finest country fried steak. <laughs> I'll take your finest drink with cherry juice in it. That's right. I'll take two of them. All right. Here is your shooting your shot question. Ask TCB from our good friend Jude. Can't wait. Assuming Jude is a man. That's what I'm assuming. Okay. Yo, TCB. I need your advice on shooting my shot. About 10 years ago, during my senior year of high school, I developed a huge crush on a girl a grade below me. I didn't know her, never really spoke to her, and my only interaction, my only meaningful interaction with her was passing each other in the school hallways. I don't know how that's a meaningful interaction, but okay. I didn't even know she existed until I saw her one day early in the school year. Her and I never connected, and I think I spoke about five words to her one night at a random party. But I was so off my face, I wisely decided to start the conversation (laughs) before I could get myself in trouble. (laughs) Smart, smart, self-aware. There you go. Fast forward to about March of 2023, this year, and I get a follow on Instagram from the same woman. This is a huge surprise to me, as we never really knew each other back then, and we certainly know nothing about each other now. However, I think she might have a little thing for me. I need to know. I need you guys to tell me if I'm being crazy. I need to know if I'm reading the situation correctly. Every time I post a selfie, she gives it a heart. Every time I post random pictures or clips of me and my friends, she makes some kind of comment. Not necessarily flirty, but let me give you an example. I posted a picture of me and two of my buddies on the beach hanging out. She made the comment, got room for a fourth? 
Hmm, that does seem flirty. It's a little saucy. Yeah, yeah. that's not not flirty. That's, that's flirty. Got, yeah, that's got some spice in it. I think she's shooting her shot. I think if I'm she being tried. Honest. I don't even trying. need to read the rest of this. Yeah. Like that's it. You get that one time. If I'm single and I get that message, I am cyber stalking somebody. Hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely right. Uh, the one time I posted a picture of me and my female friend, her comment was, "Is this the new piece, or do you just have super hot friends?" That's again super flirty. That's that's. That's got some flavor. And if she doesn't know that you're not with that girl, like if she she's making the assumption that you might be with this girl, she says, is that the new piece? Well, she's really shooting her shot because she's now she's getting in the middle of a situation. Yes, she's engaging something that could go one of two ways quickly. That's it. She's throwing <laughs> fireballs at yeah. you, dude. Okay. On one post I made, I was on vacation in Cabo and I made a reel from the, from the beach. She IM'd me and said, next time, let your chick hitch a ride. Dude, what are you You, you don't you need to shoot your here? shot. She's shooting hers. Yeah. 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 There's nothing to be said. I'm a little... Con- when I read this initially, I, I felt the same way. I was like, why are you even asking the question? Yeah, you don't have to... Yeah, you don't it, have to do anything. She's yeah. already doing the work. Dude, if you need a lot of hand-holding here, I can't give that just to respond. you. Just respond. Yeah, just did respond. Did you try that? That's it. <laughs> uh, it certainly feels to me like she's got an angle. Uh, duh. But I'm afraid going. I'm afraid of going out on a limb and getting hurt. I've been liking her pictures also, but I'm too nervous to make any kind of flirty comment. I don't even know if she's single. Looks like she is, but I don't know. If she's not, why is she hitting on you? Yeah, dude. Either you got a catfish on your hands and a really convincing catfish on your hands, or she is definitely trying to get at you, and I don't understand what the problem is. All you have to do is I am her. I am her back. Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's been a long time. Invite her to the beach. Yeah. She clearly is into it. <laughs> Take her down to Cabo. (laughs) What girl's not into that? Uh, Here I am, all shy and excited. I've never been good at this type of interaction, and I'm really nervous to fuck up any chance that I might have. So what the fuck do I do? Am I reading the situation correctly? Is she flirting? How do I approach this set? (laughs) Take her out for a drink. Just not to your bar. (laughs) Take her to a different bar. (laughs) Guys, you know, we've heard a couple of these similar type questions, right? Is someone flirting with me? I don't know if someone's flirting with me. I can't understand if someone's attracted to me. Here is my opinion. There is no handbook for this. There is no handbook for flirting. Some girls flip their hair. Some girls say it out loud. Some boys, uh, you know, stand with their hand on their hips. I don't know. The reality is, if you get a whiff of flirtation, you're likely being flirted with. Yeah, if you think they're flirting... They're flirting. They're probably flirting. They're probably flirting. And especially if you're not one of those guys who has a lot of... It sounds like you don't have a huge ego about any of this. Sounds like you're very nervous and shy around the opposite sex, and you're trying to figure out, navigate whether or not this situation is open. Like, the door is open for you to go in. I'm telling you, dude, the door is wide fucking open, and there's a doggy door below it. And the window. And the window. (laughs) Actually, there are no doors on this building whatsoever. You can just walk right through. Yes. I am her. Grab your phone right now as you're listening to this episode. Grab the phone and write the following. Hey, how are you? Question mark. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's going to open up a whole can of worms for you, bro. This girl, again, is a very convincing catfish or or she likes you. How she likes you from... 10 years ago when you guys didn't even know each other? I don't know. But stranger things have happened. It sounds like she also thought you were cute back in high school and continued to be cute. Or she doesn't recognize you from high school but notices that you're friends with 44 other people she was in high school with. Mm Because I've got some friends on social media like that. Like, wait, you want to... 
You want to high what? school? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can be friends. It's yeah, fine. you know, that's true. Do you know that a lot of times I'll look at, there was this one situation where I, um, Facebook, which I almost never go on anymore, but a couple of weeks ago I opened it up and for years I have been getting these posts from this girl. And I keep thinking to myself, I met her sometime as an adult in a sure. business situation. It wasn't until I actually clicked her page, th- clicked on her page, that I realized I actually went to school with this girl for yeah, four years. Yeah, we have 189 years. mutual friends. That's right. Yeah. I made out with her multiple times <laughs> in high school. With all of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I made out with her multiple times. We went to parties together. It wasn't until I actually put two and two together for years. I thought this girl was some random friend that I met, you know, random person that I met in a business situation. Right. And she ended up being a high school friend. This girl could not have any clue that you went to her high school or she might know you went to her high school, but she has no idea who you are. It doesn't fucking matter She's anymore. She's still interested. She's still interested. <laughs> Maybe that's a good opening line. Hey, still how interested? are you? Still interested? <laughs> I have room for a fourth now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a passenger seat That's in my right. car headed down to Cabo. That's a good opening line. You know what you should say? Just pour it all out there on the first message. Say, hey, how are you? By the way, back in high school, I secretly had a crush on you and followed you home from school. Don't say that. Don't say no, that. Don't say that. Yeah. I'm afraid people take us seriously. <laughs> and then they end up in a stack of trouble. I don't think this is difficult. I don't think this is a difficult one. No. Not you just gave us three examples of posts that you make, and they are so clearly flirtatious. Yeah. That you, you're... Quit stressing out, man. Just yeah, go dude. for it. Yeah. You got to yeah. relax. Yeah. Just respond. So many times we get messages like this, and people, they don't know how to interact when they're single. And I blame the apps a little bit for this. Yeah, they're to blame. Because there is no... You don't have to have a lot of game in your personality, you just have to no. know how to type to people. And right? even if you have a little game in your personality, like Christina talked about, I've been personality catfish too. It's oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. You think this is going to be somebody funny with a little bit of, you know, character, a little pizzazz, and then you meet them and it's just like flat, yeah, flat line. They're like a a Coke Coca Cola yeah. that's been sitting out for two days. That's right. So what do you do in that situation? You realize you're the fun one, and you move along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in the moment. Do you say this is going to be a short date? Yeah. 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 And just wrap it up. Absolutely. How short is it? How short? What's the shortest date you've oh, ever been on? Oh, hang on. Uh, something just came up. Uh, I'll, I'll text you later. Oh, really? Oh, for sure. It's like a 15 minute date? Yes. Oh, wow. I've had friends that got left in restaurants. Like he goes to the bathroom and never comes back. Yeah. I've had friends that will just get up and be like, this was really nice. Thank you so much. You know, one time I was on a date with a girl that I met through friends. And it was kind of a blind, it was a blind date-ish. Like, we knew each other. We had similar friends in common. We had been to a few parties, but never really spoken to each other. So we go on a date, afternoon date, go to a place, have a couple drinks. We're there for like two hours. We really hit it off. I think we really hit it off. Nice date. She is a musician, and she is going to go play at this bar later on in the evening, asks me to come along. But I can't because I have other plans. So I say, listen, not today. I can't. I'm sorry. But... I'll be happy to come see you some other time when you're playing. Just let me know. She never responds to any message or phone call that I make after that. And it's not till like, I don't know, months later when I learned from one of her friends that the reason why she has ghosted me is I didn't go see her at this concert that she was playing. Night of. And she felt like I was 
making an excuse night of. Yeah, that's too much. Like, if I have a date, do I have to clear the rest of my schedule off? Or no. can I just, can I go on a date in the afternoon two, and go somewhere else at night? Two hours is a fair enough amount of time to a lot for a, especially a first date. If you are on a date for two hours, you assume it's going, it's going well. well. Correct. Right. As I did. Laughs, right. giggles, lots of drinks, lots of stories back and forth. I think we had a lot in common. It's a little physical touching at the end of the date. Great and day. then she doesn't call me ever again. Doesn't make She's sense. She's offended I didn't show up to her show. Doesn't make sense. I didn't read that one right. Yeah. I didn't read that one right. But am I supposed to clear three days around my schedule no. because I'm going out on a date with you? It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely not. No. So, but this is a clear-cut case of your absolutely correct she's flirting with you. Yes. Run. Don't walk. Do it. Run to your local IM station and IM this girl back because you're going to have a date. I promise you. Now, the question is, does she even live in the same yeah, town? Yeah, are you guys local? Yeah, are you guys local? Are you in the same town? Are there other obstacles that need to be thought about? You say you think she's single, but you don't know for sure. Maybe she just wants a free trip to the beach. Maybe, she, maybe her boy, maybe they have an open relationship. It doesn't really matter. There's a situation here for you, but if you take the situation in total, does it make sense for you to pursue it? You're not going to know that until you actually speak with her. Respond. Yeah, respond. And then I'd ask her a few questions like, you know, I don't know. Uh, when you walk in the school build, when you walk in the high school building that you went to, do you take a left or a right to the bathrooms? Because you want to make sure she's it's not her. a catfish. <laughs> Did you use the D hall or the C hall? (laughs) Who is our 11th grade social (laughs) studies teacher? You want to make sure you ask her a few questions. What was that campus officer's name again? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine we're giving this guy advice and he loses $30,000 to a catfish? I don't want to be responsible. I'm not responsible for any advice I give here on this show at all, period, into sentence. Do you have guys that shoot their shot in your IM? Never. Never? Never. Why? I don't know. I thought it was all dick pics and No, I don't get dudes. any of that. I really don't. You don't get any of that? No, and I really don't get hit on that often. It's crazy. That can't be true. It is. Really? I've been told I'm intimidating. I've got that resting bitch face. People don't want to talk to me. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of guys that are into resting bitch face. Maybe, but they're not into me. Oh. Most of the guys I date are, I pick them up. Do you want me to send you a few random dick pics from some uh, Finsta accounts? I mean, maybe it'll make me feel a little more included or like part of this generation a little more. I'm going to put it on my to-do list. Every once in a blue moon, send Christina (laughs) a random dick pic. Not my dick, but somebody else's dick. other dicks, please. There's so many of them on the internet. (laughs) You can find dicks all over the place. I thought that every woman would get some kind of... I've never received a random dick pic ever once. You are kidding me. I wish I was. This is very surprising to me. I don't know why it's surprising to me, but it's surprising to me. I feel like guys are, in this day and age, are so fucking creepy, they shoot their shot with dick pics, that every... It's a terrible way to do it, It's guys. a terrible way to do it. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, unless it's asked for. Unless it's 100%. like, can I see your if junk? If it's on FetLife, that's totally different. FetLife? Is that fetish life? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know did what I this is. Did I just give myself <laughs> You did just give you. Find Tina at FetLife.com. <laughs> this episode sponsored in part by FetLife.com. <laughs> Are you into sharp, pointy things in your anus? FetLife.com. BDSM, as you right on your phone. <laughs> this leads perfectly into our topic today. <laughs> So we got a, a question a couple months ago, and I have been waiting to have you on the show to, to ask this question. 
here it is. I'm just going to give it to you because it's short, it's sweet, and I already know it by by heart, actually. <laughs> oh, awesome. Because I thought this was so weird, and I didn't really understand what was being asked until you mentioned this, and I knew that you were hep on it. The gentleman says he had been in a relationship for about four months. He had been dating a woman for about four months, but he was other kin and no. had yet to tell her. He met her at a bar. He had yet to explain to her that on his days off, he liked to other kin. Or when he was not working, he was other kin. Please explain to us what other kin is. Other kin are people who feel like <clears throat> their spirit mm. isn't human. Like a wolf or a dog. Sometimes a magic magical creature, like, like a, a unicorn? unicorn or a dragon. Mm. Yeah, and they think that that's their true self okay. is not human. So they're not huh. like a furry. They don't necessarily want to dress up, but they feel like spiritually they are a pony, a wolf. We've done these. Yes. We've done cat when, with the girl who was a cat. That's right. And, That's another kid. a really creepy relationship with a very older man. It's just a, it's a weird thing that he's like, I guess you want to di- divulge that information to your partner. I think you would. Like if it's such a big part of your life, yeah. if you feel Does he go run around what does he think he is or what does he Yeah, believe? I think it was a wolf is what he said. He likes to go run around in the woods. Yeah. Run around the wo- run around the woods and howl at the moon and all that stuff. I like doing that too sometimes, but I don't think I'm a wolf. No, I don't think you're a yeah. wolf either. All right. Well, I think you're more like a dolphin. <laughs> With fangs. I can't, except I can't <laughs> swim. with fangs. I can't swim. You can't swim? <laughs> can't swim. You can't swim? <laughs> can't swim. How do I know you for 30 years and I don't know that you can't swim? How many times have we been in a pool together? I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't swim. I don't remember a time when we were in a pool because together. Because I don't want to drown. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, why don't you swim? You don't like the water? Um, I have My parents put me in swimming lessons when I was young and then I skipped them. Yeah? Because I didn't like going. And uh, I got caught. But the day they caught me skipping was like four weeks in. Oh, no. And they made me jump off the high dive. And they're like, no, we're going to catch you. And no one did. And so I just don't like being underwater now. You know, I was just speaking with Astrid about this. Uh, there are some parents who put their babies, babies yeah. brand new babies in the water. And yeah, you can birth them into the water. Of course. Yeah. That's, they're in liquid. They'll you swim. Can just, yeah, they'll, they'll swim. swim. Right to the top. Yep. And I see the videos of them swimming Mm -hmm. but it's so terrifying to me to do that that i would much prefer my children be able to use their arms and their legs before i actually (laughs) throw them in the water a little bit of coordination yeah yeah i was probably three or four and i got left behind on the first day to swim lessons and so they made me go sit with the babies where my kid brother was oh well i'm watching because that's my little brother and these babies are biting each other and one of the teachers dumps liquid soap in the baby's mouth No. So now I don't ever want to go. I want to go watch my brother. So I intentionally hid when the bus was leaving for swim lessons from my daycare to watch. Yeah. So they would send me into the baby room and I would just watch and make sure they weren't putting soap in my baby brother's mouth. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yep. And so I don't know how to swim because somebody soaped a baby. Do you have any desire to learn how to swim? Um, Robbie wants me to learn how to swim. He thinks it's a life skill. I, I, I do agree. Like a survival yeah. skill. You ever heard but the song from Tool? Learn I'm, how to swim? Learn to swim? <laughs> I love that reference. Uh, yeah, I'm 44. Um, I've survived thus far. Yeah, so I get it. I don't know if it's a survival skill I will necessarily need. But do you go to the beach? Do you go out in the ocean? Uh, yeah, I go to the beach every year. You go in the ocean? Uh, to my, yeah, to, to my, your knees. To my waist. To your waist? Yeah. Huh. 
Wow. I don't want to go further than that even if I could swim. It's dangerous and there's sharks and stuff oh, I don't there. disagree with you there. Yeah, I respect the sea. Yeah, we went to Spain and we're out in the Mediterranean Sea on this boat. Gorgeous, and the, yeah. yeah. And the guy just like plunks the anchor down. He's like, okay, jump in. You can see straight down to, yeah, the, to, the, down to the floor. Yeah, the gorgeous, yep. And you can see all these fish in there. I'm not getting in there with them. I am a lovely swimmer. I can swim. I can swim probably nope. for hours, right? I was a lifeguard at one point, but I still... Don't have any interest <laughs> in communing with the fish. Nope. You People go snorkeling, and I'm like, Snork- why don't we go bother the fish nope. and the eels and the sharks? I don't want to have anything to do They're with that. They're not hanging around my house. No. I'm not going to hang around theirs. Yeah. But the craziest part is I would rather be, I would not rather be anywhere except for next to water. Like, I love sure. the water. Yeah, for I just, vacations especially. Yeah, I just don't have Lakes. any interest of jumping in there. I'm not getting in the lake either. Wow. Tina, I never knew this about well, you. Well, there you go. Look out for the Commercial Break's new YouTube special, <laughs> Tina Learns How to Swim. <laughs> it will surely be entertaining. <laughs> it will sh- surely be entertaining. <laughs> I'll sauce up real good. I got to call our shoot. insurance agent and see how much this one is going to cost. So other kin, people whose spirits yep. are people who feel their spirits are otherworldly or animal not human. Just not human. Just not human. So other kin is this whole subculture making its way. It's like past, yeah, what you identify, your gender, and all that's totally different. This is your spirit itself is not human. Can this also be a kink? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Like the girl who was a cat and like it was a it was like a sexual fetish so for the guy? If if it turns you on sexually. Then it's a kink. Then, then it's a kink. Right, but if it's it doesn't fetish. have a kink if it doesn't have a a fetish nature to it or a sexual component to it for you you just think you're a wolf and you want to go to work as a wolf then it wouldn't be considered a kink so it can be so it's much like the furry community where many of them dress up for the fun of it and because they like to pretend that they're some kind of stuffed animal right or well the one furries that uh most furries are not it's not a kink they call those guys ferverts ferverts (laughs) <laughs> I love that word so I much. I do too. It's so, much fun to awesome. say. so a lot of furries don't appreciate the fervor <laughs> for tainting for tainting their community <laughs> with their ferversions. <laughs> I get ass. <laughs> I just love it. I think it's uh, awesome. And listen, it is awesome. I have no bone to pick with anybody who is harmlessly having. Be whatever you want to be. You want to be Honestly. a wolf? Be a wolf. I mean, you got to get a job, but be a wolf too. Be a wolf at work, I guess. Or maybe you could get full time. And what I like would this. suggest is like just bring this stuff up in conversation. Like send her, send her a video. Like, hey, have you heard of this? What's your thoughts on it? Yeah. Kind of break the ice. I wouldn't jump right in and be like, hey. Yeah. But it's that way with any type of kink or anything that's, I don't know, a little abnormal. I think it brings like, up a good question. Like, when in the relationship do you announce your kink? Are you asking me personally? I'm asking or? you personally. Well, I'm asking you from your frame of reference. I don't know about... Per- yeah, you know, so you when you meet personally. someone in a kink community, yeah. then of course it comes out right right away. Yeah. Um, introducing it into the bedroom inside the interpersonal relationship after the relationship has been established is a little more... It's a little trickier. It's a little complicated? Yeah, especially when you like weird stuff. All right, let's take a break and then we're going to get into it. I got a video because I thought to myself, well, what better way to learn about other kin than to find out the top 10 things you shouldn't do when looking for your other kin spirit. So okay. in other words, she's going to walk us wait. through this. This is fantastic. Me too. All I right. love it. So let's take a short break. We'll listen to some sponsors and then we'll be back. Okay, Brian, shh. let me give the people what they want. 
our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And, of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors and then the show must go on. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Uncommon Goods. It's that time of year, the time of year when you spend too much money and entirely too much time trying to buy your friends and family the perfect gift. As I've mentioned before, me and my family members sometimes get each other gag gifts because at my age, it's just gauche to ask for a Tonka truck wrapped up under the tree. But what about the family? What about the little ones? When you have 12 to 18 children like I do, finding that perfect gift for every single one of them is a monumental task. That's why we're grateful that UncommonGoods.com makes finding that perfect gift easier than ever. One of my daughters is really really into dresses. She makes like 14 costume changes a day and almost every single one of the items on her Christmas list is some kind of clothing. Uncommon Goods has a wide and unique array of clothing and dresses for kids. Bam, knock that one off the list. How about this? One of my children really likes my Apple Watch. He wants a watch, but he doesn't even know how to tell time yet. How about a watch that teaches children how to tell time? It's all available on Uncommon Goods. And now for commercial break listeners, because Uncommon Goods is so good to us, you get 15% off your next gift when you go to uncommongoods.com slash TCB. That's uncommongoods.com slash TCB for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. I think that could very well be a tagline for the commercial break. You'll find something for almost everyone at uncommongoods.com. So go there now. Uncommongoods.com slash TCB. That's uncommongoods.com slash TCB and get 15% off your next order. And of course, as always, we want to thank Uncommon Goods for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. All right, and we're back. I'm here with my good friend, longtime supporter of The Commercial Break, producer of the, you know, content producer of The Commercial Break, Tina. You've heard her name a lot here on the show. She's finally behind the microphone. First time on a microphone, too. First time. Yeah, it's going good. I like it. I I like it. Uh, Okay, so we were talking about other kin, and other kin are people... Humans who think spirit, they believe, is not human or they identify as something else. And that could be a wolf or a dog or a dolphin or you name it, unicorn, tree, whatever. Whatever. Okay. So I thought the best way to get an introduction into other kin is to find out what not to do when you're looking for your other kin. Um, other kin. Other kin, other kin. <laughs> your <laughs> other kin. Your other kin, other kin. So I found this video online. Let's take a listen. Um, and so without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As like I do. do like to do. And this young lady's going to teach us all about what not to do when looking for your other conspirit. All right. Oh, I'm so excited. This is actually the first time I am making a video inside my new apartment. I know that in my previous video, I was also already making some shots of my apartment and everything, but that was mainly outside, so that doesn't really count in my opinion. This is the first time I'm talking into the camera in this new apartment, and I am so stoked. Before- when I got my first apartment, I was really stoked, yes, too. I got I- kicked out two months later, but it was a very nice apartment for... <laughs> I can feel her excitement. <laughs> I was living with, like, with, living with a couple of adult dancers who had a hard time paying rent and not buying oh. cocaine. Before I start this video, I want to give a shout-out to our art contest winner of the Therian Territory Discord server, which is the one and only Oak Leaf a Tiger. 
Oh, look, she's got the same so- sound effect that I do. We're in the same territory here, Oak Leaf Tiger. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so basically the prize of winning first place in the art contest in my Therian Territory Discord server. Oh, so just so you know, she's got some art behind her. I'm going to fast forward to this just a little bit. I think some of this may not be very relevant, but uh, let's let's get to the part where she's talking about. Um, there we are. There we are. <clears throat> Hi guys, welcome back to my Therian Territory. You may call me Thorn. In today's video, I want to do something fun and at the same time a little bit educational because I think a lot of people in the community, especially those who are new in the community, should kind of know about this. I am talking about the don'ts of finding if you're a Therian or other kin and finding out your Therian types or kin types. As most people in the ultra-immune community- So what's Therian? I'm not- I think it's just another word for the same- for other kids. Yeah, or maybe they maybe one identifies as like magical creatures and one identifies as like animal creatures. I, I think creatures. that might be okay. that might be more of the indication here. Hopefully she'll fill it. Well, yeah. <laughs> she'll fill maybe, us in. maybe she'll let us know. <laughs> what if I want to be Dua Lipa for a day? What does that make me? <laughs> who have been in the community for a little longer than a few months probably know that most new Therians and most new other kin will fall into these rabbit holes when trying to find their identities. And I am basically here to tell you, don't. Try to prevent yourself from doing this because you will end up not being educated, being misinformed, or having the wrong identities. Bit of a disc- Wait, how can you have the wrong identity? How can you have the wrong identity? Isn't that something you're like feeling- yeah. I don't know because I'm I don't feel like a wolf on a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an asshole sometimes, but not a wolf. It's just with the acid. But don't you <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a rat one time when I was tripping. It was a really weird it was a really weird experience. So what, don't you think that they you walk into this kind of already understanding? Wouldn't you go looking because you already have some kind of understanding? I think so. Like, I don't think I would stumble upon one of these videos like, not having... Like, you and having... I can't just go in there and be like, all right, what's our theory and identity? Yeah. What, because... There's no test you can take. Yeah. I'm Tell me more. It, tell me more. Get educational here. <laughs> of course, I cannot tell you if you are alter human or not. I cannot tell you if you actually have therianthropic experiences or actual other kin experience, etc. So whatever I am saying is simply put in general. I am not talking about specifically you that you are doing something wrong or anything. I am mainly just talking about, hey, maybe try to prevent doing these things because maybe it will turn out bad for you. And without any further ado, let's get to the list. How could it turn out bad for me? I, yeah, I'm really confused. Is this a dangerous group of people? <laughs> Is there a... Could you wrongfully identify as like a, a dolphin <laughs> you, yeah, and then, whoops, you... I'm really a wolf? <laughs> ah! I can't swim! I was flipping around one day. <laughs> yeah, I was flipping around one day and uh, claws came out. I realized I was a tiger. Here I was in the water and I, <laughs> I found out I was a monkey who can't swim. So the first one seems quite obvious, but I keep seeing people making the same mistakes over and over again. Do not jump into the Therian or other kin identity before having done proper research. The alter human identity, specifically the Therian and the other kin identity, are incredible hard concepts to grasp. Because Therians and other kin are actually open-minded enough to see themselves as a non-human being on a non-physical level. I, for example, can confirm... I'm a little confused by this. Is this sounding a little confusing to you? Yeah, and I'm not really sure what she's truly getting at. Like, this isn't a spirit animal situation. Like, oh, 
Yeah. My spirit animal is a bear. This is like her spirit is an animal. Her spirit is an animal. And on occasion, she identifies as an animal. And she also acts like an animal, I would imagine, on her days off. I'm hoping we get to see. I'm hoping to. I'm desperately hoping. (laughs) I identify as a Therian throw because I experience Therian the big behaviors and such. I actually think I am a wolf. I actually think I am a betta fish. But it's just on a non-fish. A betta fish and a wolf? Wow. Well, cool. If we can have multiple identities while well, I'm in. That's a fuck yeah for me. I'm a Wookiee. <laughs> I'm an oak tree. And I'm a sloth. Those three things. Level. So don't go around telling yourself you're a Therian or other kin just because you have a favorite animal, for example. That simply isn't Therian to be an other kinity. It's an actual identity. You actually think you are the animal or the non-human being. Number two. Okay, I get that part. You, it, this is not like my favorite animal is a dolphin. I like dolphins. They're really cool animals. This is, I am a dolphin. I am a raven. Yes. yes I am in, in my pool trying to kick, my, <laughs> kick myself up to the top. Immediately assuming that your favorite being is your fairy type or your kin type. Your identity is not defined by an animal that you love so dearly. So your love for a specific animal will not determine if you're a Therian or other kin. So when you are questioning if you are a Therian or other kin, don't immediately say the first animal that comes into your mind, which would be your favorite animal. Your Therian or other kin identity... Yeah, I would think this is not one of those situations when you go, I really like uh koala bears and then all of a sudden you I are acting one. yeah i am a koala You're bear eating you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm eating eucalyptus, eucalyptus. <laughs> i just got eucalyptus bushes around tr- the house hanging from a tree <laughs> <laughs> it's not about what animals you like it's purely about the experiences you have the non-human experiences that you face such as urges and shifts and uh, instincts and everything. I love tigers. In fact, I am other-hearted. I am tiger kith, for anyone who knows what that means. I love tigers with a passion. I have a very strong connection with them, too. I feel very deeply with them, and I relate to them very deeply. But I am not tigerkin. I don't identify as a tiger, because I don't experience tiger behaviors, tiger urges, tiger... <laughs> I... I I know. I'm, I'm more confused than I was when I started the video. Okay. She hasn't told us what not to do yet. What not to do. Just don't pick your favorite she, yeah. animal. So that's what she's saying is don't pick your favorite animal. Let's get to the I don't don't do these things when you're trying to pick your your other kid. Discover. Instinct. Yeah. yeah. Etc. Number three, don't call yourself a Therian or other kin because you want to be or because you think it's cool. Claiming to be a non-human being, to identify as a being that isn't human is a very bold identity to take. Because think about it, what I am saying here as a Therian is that I am not just human, I am also a wolf. And that may sound cool to a lot of people, and a lot of people may think like, oh, I want to have that too. It doesn't sound cool. No. <laughs> it sounds... No. Well, I mean, this sounds fine if sure. you identify as a wolf, right? Cool. Then be another kin. But why can't I... I don't think anyone's going to masquerade as such, nor do I think I would be offended if they wanted to. Like, yeah. go ahead. Do you? Yeah. Do you. And do... It's, it seems like we're getting a little picky or choosy about who's in and who's out. Yeah. It's but... sort of like the, the furries being met at the furverts at this point. <laughs> furverts. <laughs> I love it. I want to have a furvert on the show. <laughs> Please. I can find one for you. Okay, find me a fervert, <laughs> and I want to talk to them. We can blank their face out and put a weird modulation no, we'll on their voice. No, just let them come in costume. Oh, yeah. That's, what that's they a like really it. good that's what idea. They like anyway, yeah. Yes. 
I want to think that I am a wolf as well. But the thing is, therapy and autokinity is not a choice. We don't choose for these experiences to happen. Therefore, if you don't experience anything like this, if you don't have any shifts, urges, instincts, etc., you're likely just not a Therian or Otherkin, and that's totally okay. You should never lie to yourself about such bold identities. It's like saying you're gay while you're actually not. Adding to this is number four. And that's never happened before. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't conclude any stereotypes based on self-induced shifts. Shifts can be triggered. You can basically tell yourself, I want to have a shift very badly, I'm going to do this in order to get a shift, and then I will feel more like my animal or non-human being self. Most shifts the Therians and other kin experience are usually not self-induced. They just happen. They are triggered by outside factors, or they just come out of the blue, and they cannot help it. Is she saying she just randomly turns into a wolf? Yeah, I think that's what she's trying to trying to get at here is that if you force a shift, like if, you know, it's like Teen Wolf. Like he <laughs> could shift. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't help the fact that his, that's right. you know, he got extra hair the, under his armpits. The full moon is out. That's, that's right. It. It's over. <laughs> You're in a really, you know, stressful basketball type situation. <laughs> And you're playing the big, you're the big game with Boom. the team. Boom. All dolphin. of a sudden you're a werewolf. Yeah, dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> oh this my was God. not self-induced. Oh man, this is too funny. Yes, there he is. Dave. Look, the dolphin shot the big three-pointer. Oh, it went in. Yeah. But. I think of Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. So if you force the shift, then you're it's not, not real. It's you're, not real. You're a poser. You, yeah, you're a poser. Yeah. But if you're at work and your boss tells you, I really need that report <laughs> on my desk by a 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> then you're probably a theory. Yes, and you turn into a slug. <laughs> <laughs> Then you're probably a Therian. However, if you force yourself into a slug-like position, then you're lying. You're just faking. Yeah. <laughs> when looking for your Therian and Otakin identities, you shouldn't try to induce your shifts yourself because that's not reliable. I would want to purely... do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, honestly. So, it, if you're if you have like a regular daytime job or you go to school, right? Yep. Then you can't help when you turn into. I don't a know, a dung beetle <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is you're into. Yeah. However. Whatever you are. Whatever you it's are. It's not what you're into. It's what you are. That's right. If you're into it, then you're not into it. <laughs> if you are, then you're into <laughs> it. Okay, got it. 10-4. Totally confused. We all clear now? Yeah, we're all clear. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not belittling anybody who, who is, no. considers himself other kin. I'm having we're fun We're trying to understand it, it yeah. yeah. We're the first people to folk on it ourselves, so <laughs> we're going to do it with other people, too. We're equal opportunity offenders here. But what I'm trying to understand is, like, I know some young people who, I know a young girl, um, she's not young girl, she's 21 years old, and she likes to wear, you know, the fox ears mm -hmm. and the foxtail, and, yep. you know, she, lots of pictures on Instagram and stuff like that. I imagine that she is, identifies as other kin. Right. But I don't see her at functions turning into an actual fox. She, she just turns into a squirrel and scrambles yeah. up the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, okay, we'll, we'll keep Can going. Can you control the shift? Like, okay, no. we're not going to have one now? Yeah. It's coming. Here it comes. I'm going to control it, yeah. myself. Yeah. It's like a boner as a seventh grader. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Everybody it comes. lay down flat. Yeah. Stay down. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> 
I remember I would start playing the drums just with my feet. Just throw your blanket over your head. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's coming. So it's coming. crazy. <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed and walk down the hallway for like two and a half hours because my morning boner wouldn't go away. <laughs> just leading me to want to pee more and more boner activity. <laughs> Based on experiences that aren't on purpose, basically. I'm going to get the tiger as an example because it's a good one. Say I want to be a tiger oh so badly and I try to induce shifts which I could do in order to feel more like a tiger. That doesn't mean I'm tiger kin. Because your therapy and other kinetic aren't a choice, it shouldn't be a choice to shift as your therio or kin type either. Number five would be... I, I, that part I just don't I don't get it. Yeah. yeah, it's a circle. She's just talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the Frankie B of the other kin world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> concluding that you're a Theron or the kin, or concluding any Theron types or kin types, purely based on a deep connection, a deep love, or relating to an animal or non-human being very specifically. I have to say this is quite debated within the ultra-human community because some believe that if your connection is so strong that you actually see yourself as the non-human being, then you might as well be Theron or other kin. And yeah. I, I would think so, too. She said the same thing five times. I know. This is five times in a row she's been saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you identify with it, if you really like an animal... It doesn't mean you it are It doesn't one. mean you are one. Yeah. But if you are one, then you are then one. Then you are one. <laughs> I am not going to deny this theory because we can never know. However, it is most commonly agreed upon that therapy and other kinety are not based on connection only. It's usually experience and maybe also connection. The connection isn't necessarily needed because as soon as you experience non-human behavior from a specific non-human being, then you can consider that there to be an autokinity. However, if you only have a connection to the specific animal, then it's likely that you're other-hearted or animal-hearted. These are terms to describe your incredible... Oh my this god, too much I vocabulary. am totally confused now. <laughs> this is insane. I'm totally confused. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I thought this was going to be an easy one. Like, tell us what to do or what not to do. But uh, that went down a rabbit hole. I never expected. Not what I was expecting for sure. You know what this proves again and again and again? And, and Chrissy and I talk about this all the time on the show. If you are into something, somebody is talking about it on the internet. Don't somebody you worry, is with you're not you. alone. Don't worry, you're not alone. You're never alone. The weirdest, strangest, craziest things happen. It, it's on Fet Life already. Don't it's worry. It's on Fet Life, and so is Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Find her on Fet Life. <laughs> okay, I don't even know what to say. Otherkin, we love you. Therian, we love you. Uh, you're welcome here. You don't have to actually force the shit. You don't have to have the shifts yourself. You can force you them. You can force them. You can still be a commercial break listener. We're with you. You can be the animal you love. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be the like. We're gonna be really tolerant. Other can friends of other can here. Absolutely. If you like tigers, you two are a tiger. You, you get a tiger, and you get a tiger, and you get a tiger. I don't want to get into the thick of the debate. All can welcome here. All can welcome here, and you certainly are. Whatever you do, as long as you're not hurting other people, fine by me. We support. It's all it. good with me, and trust me, I got my own kinks. You don't want to know about them. <laughs> Cream and cereal. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, we're giving big blessings out to uh, in such positive energy over All to Chrissy Hoadley. Think about her, pray about her and her family right now. They desperately need it. Chrissy will be back just as soon as she can. She'll check in with us uh, maybe in a couple episodes. She'll check in with us on a phone call. 
but I'd still love you to go to the website, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about the show, all the audio, all the video right there from one location. You can get your new Piggy Fronting sticker available now. Go to the website, hit the Contact Us button, drop-down menu. I want my free sticker. Send your address. We'll send you that sticker in seven to ten weeks. I don't know however long it takes to get there. All right, TCB Podcast at uh, at TCB Podcast on TikTok, The Commercial Break on Instagram, and YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Also, 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. 1626-ASK-TCB, the number three. Text us your comments, questions, concerns, and content ideas. Okay, Tina, I think that's all I can do for right now. I think that's enough. But I'll say that I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Tina and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. I have it.